You're listening to the Ideal Life Club podcast, episode 37. Welcome to the Ideal Life Club podcast, where it's all about fast-tracking your ideal life. Join your host, life coach, and author of The Happiness Habits Transformation, Michelle Reeves, for inspiration and practical tips to finally claim success on your terms with clarity, confidence, and the courage to unleash your passion on the world. Well, hey there, Michelle here, and welcome back to the Ideal Life Club podcast. Now, before we get started today, I have some really exciting news, which is that I'm running a virtual workshop on the 3rd of December to help you get 2020 ready in your business. As the year draws to the close, this is the perfect time to take some time for you. So this calm but inspiring live online workshop will be filled with introspection, intention setting, support, fun, and creativity. We'll use tools and techniques to help you review what you've achieved and learned through 2019. You'll get crystal clear on what's most important to you, create your ideal life and business vision for 2020, and bring that to life in a meaningful and creative way. But we won't stop there. I am passionate about helping you move forward into making your ideal business and vision a reality. So you will also be planning out the realistic first steps you can start taking straight away to make that happen. Plus, there will be a full Q&A session so you can get all the help you need. All you need to do is book space in your calendar, print off the workbooks, switch off from the outside world and get invigorated as we explore your dreams, open your mind and focus on you. For full details and to book your space, head over to michellereevescoaching.com forward slash 2020. Okay, so if you're a regular listener, you'll know that one of my goals for this podcast is to share real life stories of women who have overcome challenges to live their ideal life or help others to do just that. My aim with these interviews is to inspire you to find your passion, to step out into your power, set yourself exciting goals, and know you have the strength inside you to overcome your challenges and start living your ideal life. Today, I'm delighted to welcome actress Lisa Tyrell to the show. Lisa has appeared in Four Kids and It with Michael Caine, Urban Traffic, and TV series Ripper Street, plus the highly acclaimed play A Fear and Loathing Actor in Dublin at this year's Edinburgh Fringe Festival, to name but a few. As you'll hear in our interview, despite her acting credentials, Lisa has had to deal with some major mindset challenges and took a really interesting path to overcome them, leading her to travel abroad and change her whole life. Lisa shares her thoughts on mindfulness, on taking personal responsibility for your craft, showing up every day to do the work, why you shouldn't always believe your thoughts, and also a sneak peek into another major change she is making soon. You'll find all the links for connecting with Lisa in the show notes at michellereevescoaching.com forward slash 37. But before we get started, let me ask you a question. Do you find posting content on social media a time sucker in your business? I know this was definitely true for me, so I'm delighted that this episode is sponsored by my favorite social media scheduling tool, 
Promo Republic. Now, if you've listened to episode 31, where I share my time-tested tools to boost your business, you'll know that I've used so many different tools for this process. I've been through Buffer, Content Cal, Hootsuite, and CoSchedule, but I've settled with Promo Republic because it is simple and easy to use. It posts on all the channels that I want to, including on my Google business page. There's a calendar so I can see what I'm posting, when, and I can even create content right in the tools content editor, browse a list of suggested events I might want to post about, and schedule posts to repeat on a schedule of my choosing, which is great for evergreen posts that aren't time sensitive and a real time saver. After all, when we spend time creating content, we want to be able to use it more than once. If you'd like to try Promo Republic out for yourself, you can get $30 off an annual plan until the end of the month when you use the discount code Ideal Life Club. Just head over to michellereevescoaching.com forward slash promo republic. That's P-R-O-M-O-R-E-P-U-B-L-I-C. And as always, I'll put all the links in the show notes. Okay, back to today's show. So welcome to the show, Lisa. I am so excited to have you on here today. And first off, I have to ask you a bit about your spell at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival recently, and it was this summer, and you were appearing in um, in a fear and loathing actor in Dublin. Am I right? Hi, Michelle. Um, yes, you are right. Um, first of all, thanks for having me. Really excited to be here. Um, I'm oh, the, the French finished uh, a couple of weeks ago now, so I, I'm sort of back um, kind of decompressing after it. It was truly uh, a magical experience. Um, Edinburgh as a city is, is stunning. It was my first time there. So and that in, in and of itself was, was uh, wonderful for me. Um, and it just it, it, being able to perform in such a, such an incredible festival um, was really humbling. Um, and it, it was just overall just a mind-blowing experience. The play, we couldn't have asked for a better reception, to be completely honest. Um, critically, it, it, it was such a success. We got four and five-star reviews. Um, audiences, uh, the audience reaction was fabulous. They loved it. Uh, there were tears. There, were, there, were, there was laughter. And um, so all in all, yeah, it was just um, a really, really special experience and quite privileged to, um, to have had it, really. That's amazing. And it's, it's so exciting to be part of something like that, I'm sure. Um, and Edinburgh, as you say, is such a beautiful city. Um, but, you know, talking about your career as an actress, and you've been in so many amazing shows, but you haven't always been an actress have you as a child were you you know were you kind of was it something you wanted to do were you passionate about acting how did you end up getting to be where you are today oh um okay yes um I've always wanted to be an actress um ever ever for as long as I can remember Michelle um as a little kid um but it's it's something I struggled a lot with with confidence I guess kind of growing up um and although I really really wanted to do it I never never believed in myself I never thought I could do it so I just sort of as I grew older um I I wrote it off as an option and I went into the corporate world 
Um, but it just, it was, it, it kept niggling at me, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't let me, it wouldn't let me be this need to act, this want to act, this want to explore it. And it, eventually it just got to a point four, maybe five years ago now, where I, I just knew fundamentally that if I didn't give this a try, the what ifs and the regret would like stalk me till the end of my days. And, and I just, I had to go for it. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, the, the, I had a lot of fear which stems from childhood, I guess, you know, fear of being rejected, fear of, of failing, fear that I'm not good enough. But I guess the, the fear of being 70 or 80 years old and kind of thinking back and regretting not trying to do this one thing, that sort of won out in the end. And uh, I went for it. It's so interesting to hear you say that because, you know, if people have seen you in, you know, Four Kids and It with Michael Caine or on Ripper Street on the TV or Urban Traffic, they'll, you know, they'll look at you and think, oh my goodness, she's so confident, what an amazing actress, and it must be fantastic to be able to, you know, to go on stage and do things at the fringe. But it's actually so refreshing to hear that you have you know, experience the same fears that we all do. You know, we all go through those mindset challenges of being frightened about failing and not knowing whether, you know, you can do something and lacking in confidence. You know, we all have those fears and we all have those challenges. So it's really refreshing to hear you say that. What was it that kind of deep down made you say, you know, I've just got to do this? What, what kind of steps did you take? Was it um, having to just kind of go for it and overcome your fears or were there any sort of mindset tricks or tips that you kind of used to help yourself get in the right frame of mind? Kind of at the time, the, the, I suppose the mindset tips and, and sort of the, the, the self-care that I practice, it, it's kind of, it's been gradual um, and it's kind of built up over time. I think that though, no, initially when I said, I'm going to give this a go, it was just a decision one day to go to an acting class, if that makes sense, um, to, to explore what may happen and, and what could potentially happen. And the, uh, the, I suppose the confidence then it, it kind of grew with that. But that initial step, no, it was just, I'm going to take an acting class and, and yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to try and I'm just going to go for it. Um, but you said something really interesting there, um, Lisa, which was that you were going to explore it. And that's such a, that's actually a, a different mindset to the fear mindset. And, and interestingly, it's something that I often talk with my clients about is trying to shift your mindset away from fear and into a frame of exploration because what that does is it kind of takes away a lot of the pressure you know we put yeah. so much pressure on ourselves and you know to, to be perfect and for everything to work out exactly the way we want it to which you know let's face it life usually has other ideas in that department mm -hmm. but kind of shift Shifting to that, uh, that mindset of exploration means that, you know, we're just trying it out and there's no yeah. kind of failure or success. It's just exploring. So it's really interesting to hear you say that. And do you find that that is something that you've continued with? Yeah, um, I, I think that's, that's so important, um, Michelle. Yeah, that's sort of permission to, to give yourself permission to fail, essentially. It's, it's, it's important to anything. That was a massive massive moment for me you know um and it, i i i think that that as well it's like you need to look at everything 
um, every situation as an opportunity rather than an obstacle. You know, don't get, don't get put off if things aren't going your way and, and look in a situation for an opportunity um, and see everything and everyone that you meet along the way as an opportunity to, to grow, to learn something, um, to share something. And yeah, in terms of, of that sort of mindset, I think it's, it's absolutely paramount to, to any sort of happiness or success in, in any walk of life. Mm, I so agree with you. That's so true. So you mentioned about your self-care practices, about that being really key for you. Can you tell us a bit about what that means for you? So what, what does self-care look like for you on a daily basis? It's more than just a facial, essentially. Um, and, you know, when, when I first heard, heard the term self-care, I, I, I mean, it was a few years ago now, but that's kind of, that's where my mind at the time kind of defaulted to. It's like, I'll go and get myself a facial or I'll, I'll go and get my nails done. Um, but it's, it's so much more than that. For me, personally and, and professionally, it's about taking care of myself in terms of my work being an actress. I mean, my body, my, my mind and my voice are my instrument. It's, it's, it's how I work. It's, it, so if they're not, if I don't take care of them, I, I can't do my job. But what it looks like for me, and I need to be, I, I need to be really strict and disciplined with myself. Um, but it involves daily yoga, daily meditation, actively sort of practicing mindfulness and self-awareness, spending time in nature. Um, it's non-negotiable for me um, and it's only in the last kind of few years that, that I've learned that I'm very much an introvert um, which a lot of a lot of people who know me um, they'd be quite surprised at that and hearing me say that but but I am and if I don't have alone time things don't look well so that for me in, in having that in my weekly routine is absolutely paramount. And yeah, again, the nature. Um, I mean, where I'm, where I'm based in Dublin at the moment, uh, I live 15 minutes from the sea in one direction, 15 minutes from the mountains in another direction, which is just absolutely magical. Um, and I'm really, really lucky, you know, to, to, to have that um, while still living in a metropolis, which is... Uh, yeah, which is, which is great for me at the moment. It's so true, isn't it? That when we shift where we are and we shift our environment, it can shift our mindset. And it, you're so blessed to have that, you know, fantastic location. But even just kind of going out for a walk wherever people are, you know, if you're listening to this, you know, and you, you're kind of feeling a bit stuck in your mindset and you're not maybe in the beautiful, you know, mountains or sea where Lisa is um, near Dublin, you know, just getting out to a local park, just going for a walk, trying to get near water or something green, it really can shift your mindset. And, you know, as Lisa says, it, it can be a real tonic for you as well. So anything green, Michelle, anything green. Yes, anything green. Absolutely. And um, it must be quite difficult being within an industry where you are not always entirely in control of your destiny effectively you know I guess you know things get planned in and, you, and you've got stuff coming up but then you know you're going to be at the mercy of different directors or you know the weather or you know, kind of whatever's going on so how do you how do you manage that when there's going to be so much out of your control yeah that's a really good question um it's difficult um but it's it's fun as well um it's you've got to be proactive. So um, it's about like 
you can't use all of those things as an excuse not to act. You know, they're very real. It's it's very true, exactly what you said. But but they can't be an excuse. Um, so it, so while it's difficult, there's a lot of power in that as well. If that makes sense, you know, to to be able to or to actually want and to figure out how to go and take and, and take control yourself. Like you have to take responsibility for yourself and your performance um, and your attitude. Um, so I think it, yeah, attitude is really, really important. Um, so in terms of what, what I do, um, and I think that this kind of, it flows, it, it falls into my sort of self, self care, um, and, and self practice routine. I mean, I, I will work daily on, on acting, um, whatever that may be, whether it's a, it's a monologue or, reading a, a different script. I, I, I think you've got to, to take it seriously as a profession, you've, you've got to turn up every day um, and you've got to own that. So I, I'm friends with some really great actors. We meet up, we improv as well, um, uh, shoot scenes. I set up a, a theatre company with two actor friends of mine and we've produced two plays um, over the last couple of years. And I take classes regularly, workshops, and continue to learn and uh, open myself up to 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 new um, new styles of acting, um, different plays, uh, film scripts. Um, just continue to educate myself. I completely love that, guys. Honestly, listening to this, Lisa works daily on her acting and owns showing up every day. And you know, we can do that whatever business or work we're in. Consistency is the key. You know, repeating those habits every single day—that's what makes success. It's those small actions that we take consistently that build to success success it isn't always about that one big thing but it's true isn't it I mean Lisa you probably find this too you know people see people um like actresses like yourself actors in a film and they think oh my goodness they you know there's this great new person on the scene but they've probably been working behind the scenes for like 10-15 years doing what you're saying practicing daily to get to that point yeah Absolutely. Um, and I, th- I, I think, yeah, you just, ass- you just assume you see these incredible um, actors on, on new TV shows and it's like, oh my God, overnight sensations. And even sometimes the media can, you know, paint them as overnight sensations. You know, that's in, in most cases, that is, that, that's not the situation at all. They, they've gone to drama school, they've studied really hard and worked really really hard um for a long long time before they've they've gotten to where they are now and it's so commendable it's it's one of the things i suppose one of the characteristics i i just really admire it's 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 just so important to me and it's something i i i try to emulate it it's it's one of the principles you know hard work commitment um and and turning up it's it's just so important i can't i can't really i can't overstate how important that is yes absolutely even just being in the right room at the right time can help to make your own luck can't it Mm -hmm. i guess it's the same with showing up for auditions and what have you you know you never know who's going to be in the room right absolutely um, yeah yeah and i mean if you you can have all the luck that you want but if you're not prepared michelle if you haven't if you haven't done if you haven't done the work you know, it's, I mean, luck is not gonna, <laughs> it's not gonna matter if you're not prepared. Yeah. 
Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Another um, question I had for you, Lisa, was around the financial life of being an actor. I mean, uh, you know, we see on the TV <laughs> and in the press about, you know, these fantastic salaries that, you know, major actors and actresses have. But for, you know, for everyday life as an actor or actress, you know, it must be quite challenging if you have got roles at some point and then not roles at other point. How do you manage that kind of financial challenge because kind of like day-to-day bones of your business effectively yeah um I mean that that is certainly difficult most actors I certainly do and need a survival job um that's just the way that it is um at the moment I mean someday hopefully that will that will change and it won't be won't be the case you know but um it, it is at the moment so I, I have to make it work the difficulty that I found is finding one that complements the other, if that makes sense, you know, because mm-hmm. acting, you know, it, the size of brain, the size of the brain that you use, I mean, it, you need to keep it flexed. You need to keep that muscle flexed and you need to, to, to be open um, and keep the creative, keep an, a nice kind of breeding ground for creativity, essentially. Um, so a lot of sort of admin jobs or, or data entry jobs or anything like that, that tend to be flexible um, that could be flexible um, tend to be mind-numbingly boring <laughs> so it's 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 difficult they're not very complimentary so I, I tried a lot of different things and they've all had their challenges um you know I've waitressed I've worked a bar um, done temping contracting work and it, it it's some are better than others Michelle but over the last sort of I suppose eight or nine months um, I decided that it, this sort of thing isn't really sustainable anymore um, and I wanted to find a more permanent and complementary uh, accompaniment to acting um, so I decided to go to India and I got a yoga teacher training certification so that is ultimately what I'm, I'm trying to do now to be able to teach yoga and to act, that's the dream. Um, and they do both like complement each other, acting and, uh, and yoga. So if, if that's something that can work out for me, um, that would be excellent. Wow, that is so inspiring that you know you took yourself off to India to do this training. And it really speaks to having a goal and, and kind of having a future vision of where you want to get to. And it's really inspiring to hear that because often, you know, it's hard when you're doing your day to day to kind of see beyond the now and see beyond the moment we're in. But if we can do that and start shifting our focus to the future and what we really want to achieve, it all starts to become much more intentional. And that allows us to then, you know, kind of live in that future for a moment and kind of work backwards and say, what? do I have to do to make that happen? It sounds like you're doing that with your yoga. Yeah. Is it, you know, is yoga something that you're really sort of passionate about? How does it kind of fit in? You know, what does it do for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, uh, it's just completely changed my life really. Um, it gives me everything that I need really. Um, the, the being an mm. introvert gives me the time by myself that, that I need to kind of take a moment to connect um, to focus on my breath to, to kind of to just reconnect with what is important um, it brings about a presence of mind that uh, can't be overstated that I, I can't even art- 
articulate um, uh, properly the benefits that that, that has um, and how that helps acting as well. That sort of that self-awareness and that that presence of mind and just being sort of alive in one moment and just that moment. I mean, how that benefits acting is is incredible. It's it's just brought it's brought a calmness um, and a self acceptance that I didn't have before, um, and it has just been it's been instrumental in me finding all the motivations that I need to be the best version of myself, kind of in in helping me with the with achieving this this mindset that I've always craved. Um, and this positive mindset, I mean, yoga has just been instrumental in, in just making me the person that I am now. Um, and all of these positive things that I have in my life, I can sort of, I can attribute to, to yoga. Um, I, it, every single person in the world can benefit from it in one way or another. Um, and it, it's it, it, physical benefits, mental benefits. Um, I mean, I've suffered with depression, anxiety, panic attacks, and yoga. Finding yoga has has just been, yeah, kind of as I said, instrumental in in me achieving, you know, sort of in my current state of mind and my my current motivations and my determination, positivity, and want for exploration. That is incredible. And, and how fantastic that you found the thing that does that for you and that allows you to create that space for yourself, which is so important. And you touched on being um, an introvert. And, you know, I, people often are surprised when I say that I'm an introvert too. But I think for me, introversion and extroversion, it's more about energy and how you use energy and give out energy. And the, um, so I always think of intro, introverts as, as being, you know, absolutely happy to be, you know, out there performing, love being in groups of people maybe, but need to withdraw into themselves and absolutely need that alone time to yeah. restore all that energy that they give out. Whereas yeah. extroverts need to be with people to get the energy, you know, that's, yes. you know, that's where they get their energy from. Whereas it sounds like you and I, we get our energy from being all right on our own, which is certainly how I feel. That is, uh, oh, you've hit the nail on the head. That is absolutely right. And it, it, I've never actually kind of thought about it like that, but that it, it, being an introvert, it is just absolutely linked to yoga and finding that and taking that time. Yeah, it's, it's so true. Mind blowing. <laughs> it is amazing, isn't it? How things can expand your mind like that. And, yeah. and it brings, to um, something actually that I experience with yoga and meditation as well, particularly with meditation. Um, although with yoga, you know, when you're, when you're doing some of the poses, the great thing is that your mind can't go wandering off to do crazy thinking, which it naturally that's it. does because that's yeah. what our minds do because you're so busy trying not to fall over, or at least that's my experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, but certainly, you know, with yoga and meditation, what it allows us to do is to spend that time just becoming aware of our thoughts um, mm -hmm. and, and how, what impact our thoughts can have. And I know this is something you're quite interested in as well. Can you tell us a bit about, you know, your experience of that and how you learned about that, what it, what it's meant for you? Yeah. Um, oh, that was so important for me. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah. So yoga, it, it, it gives you that opportunity to turn inwards. That's, that's what it's about. 
um, you know, to, fo- to focus your attention inward rather than the sort of the chattering that's going on or, or any sort of external stimuli. Um, and that for me is kind of, uh, that's what thoughts were, you know, they're uh, like your, your mind never stops. I mean, you literally talk to yourself all day long. You don't even notice half the time, you know, what you're saying, but your thoughts, they, they never, never stop. And your mind lies to you, you know, it just, it makes stuff up. That's what it does. Um, and I think a massive kind of moment for me was, was realizing that a thought is just a thought. It's not actually true. You know, it just, because I think it doesn't mean that it's, it's true. Um, so it, inter- and yoga has helped with that and sort of journaling as well. I, um, I take time to journal every day as well. And I mean, yoga cultivates the practice of self-awareness um, and meditation cultivates that practice. So I, I, it's kind of like anything else, you're training yourself. So over time, the self-awareness becomes, it, it, it's not even something you kind of think about. And, and you know, you can catch a thought before it has time to fester and dig into the hard drive and then touch on, on all of these other kind of emotions or experiences that you have, you know, and kind of dig out, you know, a repressed memory from when you were like five um, and, and, you know, it, everything starts to fester and then massive, massive problems <laughs> occur. Um, so mm. it's, yeah, for me, yoga and journaling has, has really helped with that and catching that thought and say, hang on a second, this is just a thought, it's just my mind or my ego. Um, I mean, it generally, like your ego, the, the, the purpose of the ego is it's there to protect you you know, but it's, it, it, it's, it's not the truth. You know, it's, it's afraid of anything new. It's, it's afraid of anything it doesn't recognize um, because it's threatened by it. Um, and that's what these thoughts are. So it's about, for me, it's just catching it, looking at it and just not judging yourself for having it. Um, it's not about judgment, but it's about, you know, looking at it and kind of okay, well, let's sort of investigate that. Is it true? Um, maybe not. So let's look for evidence to, to refute it. Um, and yeah, it's kind of, it's an ongoing daily practice. It doesn't just happen. Um, and it requires work. And I work at it, you know, every day. But um, it's exciting in some, like I'm really, I'm really curious about the mind um, and how it works. So that's the way I, I look at it or the way I, it, it, it's kind of, I try to do that in life as well. Just be curious and n- n- don't judge. I mean, I think if you have an open, curious mind, you're, better things can happen. You're, you're absolutely right. And that kind of growth mindset is something that we can cultivate, can't we? And something that we can work on, like you say, and I really want to acknowledge you for the work that you do every day on your thoughts and on your mindset. And, and it is something that, that we can all do. And like you say, it's, it's, it's kind of quite simply just becoming aware of those thoughts. And this is a practice that I do with my coaching clients is, is, just starting to become aware of what those thoughts are and and how they might not be serving you and then like you say it's about doing the work it's about asking the question is that really true and what what else could be true instead you know what is the proof for that thought and and can you prove anything else that is 
that's you know the maybe the opposite of that mm-hmm. um because our brains thrive on on tr- on on finding proof you know our brains are always looking for proof about whether something is true or not and that's often where you know people struggle with their confidence is because perhaps you know maybe when they're doing something for the first time their brain has no proof whether or not they can do it yeah and that's really what confidence is confidence comes yeah. from capability and so you know i guess it's the same when you're stuck whenever you're you know, approaching a new role, do some of those fears still come up where, you know, it's a brand, feels like a brand new thing, even though you've, you've been acting for many years, you know, does every role sometimes feel like a step into the unknown? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my God. Every role I'm, I have that fear. Um, and do you know, but I welcome, I actually, I do like fear as well. I think fear can be healthy. Um, uh, because it's, I think it's imperative to any sort of growth to spend time outside of your comfort zone. It's how you grow um, personally and professionally. But in terms of roles, yeah, I mean, every role, there's a, a, little, bit of, a little bit of fear. Um, but just there was a role, um, I, was, I was, did a play last year um, and just you touched, you touched on it there and it, it was, I, I, I had kind of thought, well, I can't do this. I, I, I like, I just, I actually can't. Who am I fooling? Um, I'm an imposter. Everyone's going to figure me out and um, they're going to laugh, laugh at me. I'm just going to be ridiculed and my career will be over. Um, all of these thoughts. Um, and <laughs> I just, <laughs> so they went on for, for a while. Like it wasn't just now I, I'm, I'm, by no means perfect or I'm by no means any sort of guru or anything like that. So it wasn't just an immediate, um, okay, no, it, it took some time for me to go, okay, calm down. <laughs> um, let's have a look at this. Um, but just kind of what you, what you said, my brain had kind of said, no, you can't do this because you haven't done anything like it be- before. The psychological, the physical and the emotional demands of, of, of a two week run um, for this, this particular play um, I had never done anything like that. And that was what my brain had obviously latched onto saying I couldn't do this. But then there was no evidence there when I, when I took the time, there was no evidence there to suggest that I couldn't. Um, and all the evidence supported the fact that I could. Um, I was working with an amazing director, amazing cast, an amazing producer who all believed in me. Um, there, there was never any sort of question of no she can't actually do this nobody had ever raised any concerns or ever so it it was just sort of you know sitting down and and logically looking at the information that I have at hand and and you know believing that actual factual information rather than this the, the sort of construct that my mind had decided because my ego was was terrified of failure so refreshing to hear you say that yeah, like learning that, it, like it's not just me. I'm not the only one who's afraid, who thinks she's an imposter, who is afraid to be laughed at or that she's not going to do, she's not going to tell the story correctly. Um, like everyone, every actress or actor, you know, has those fears. Um, and every person in, in their own life has those insecurities. Um, they're not kind of, they're not, solely yours you know you're not it's part of the human condition you know every single person feels these things and there's comfort in that you know um you're not on your own you know you're not alone 
so so true nuggets of wisdom um from lisa here we you know you if you're feeling any kind of fear right now about a goal that you're setting for yourself something that you want to try and do whether that's you know losing weight or start starting a new business or you know doing some personal speaking starting a podcast writing a book whatever it is that's on your big goals list this year you know the fears that you're feeling everybody feels those fears and they don't have to hold you back you know just remember that it's your mind's way of protecting you it's it's just that really it's just saying i don't know what this thing is so i'm frightened of it because it could be you know it could be dangerous it could it could be embarrassing it could hurt us in some way so really your mind's just trying to protect us but we can yeah. say thank you we can say hey thanks for trying to protect me but you know what I'm going to give it a go anyway. Absolutely. I mean, if you, if you adopt that mindset and kind of treat it with compassion, um, you know, thanks, thanks very much. I appreciate your concern. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, I mean, that's, that's absolutely the way that, that I would look at it rather, again, rather than judging it um, or shutting it down because it's real to you. So just, you know, like you said, treat it with that compassion um, and wonderful things. Mm. Um, Lisa, you're such an inspiration to so, so many people, you know, with the fantastic roles that you've done, but I'm really always interested to know, and I ask everyone who comes on the show, who are your role models and who do you look to for inspiration? Catherine Hepburn is a massive um, role model of mine. Um, one of the greatest actresses to have ever lived. Um, she was an absolute trailbla uh, trailblazer. Um, refused to conform to society's or Hollywood's expectation of women. She didn't play the game, you know, she played her own game. She forged her own path and she just did it really, really successfully. J.K. Rowling is another one. Dwayne Johnson, also known as The Rock. He's probably the biggest movie star in the world at the moment. Um, but the thing I, I kind of admire about him, it's his attitude. His attitude is just stellar. It's, I mean, I've shivers <laughs> like thinking about him. His, his commitment to hard work, his absolute steadfast refusal to let anything beat him. Um, I mean, he, he wanted to be a professional footballer. That's all he ever wanted to be. Um, and he worked so hard. He got a scholarship um, to go and play football and then he got a really bad injury and his dream was just taken away from him. Didn't let that beat him, went on to become a wrestler and rose to the top of that profession and was the top person in that industry for like 15 years, then turned his hand to acting. Now he's the, the highest paid actor in the world. Um, and he's also a producer, a, a philanthropist, and he's always, always reinventing himself, always trying new things. Um, and if they don't work, he just, he picks himself back up and, and he'll try something else. And it's just, it's fundamentally that, that attitude is what I aspire to be like, to, to have that sort of attitude to, you know, to never let anything sort of get you down and just to, you know, just yourself off and try again. It is so inspiring when you hear the way that other people can overcome their challenges and, and keep forging forward. And some mm -hmm. great examples there of that. One of my heroes is Audrey Hepburn for a similar <gasps> reason. He yeah. had to overcome massive 
you know, challenges in her life and, you know, what she had to go through, yeah. um, but still managed to rise too. above it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lisa, one of the things that you've talked a little about how, how you have um, actor friends who you kind of show up together, is, is having a personal support community really important to you? I mean, it's one of the things that we talk about, you know, as business owners, um, it can be very lonely when you're kind of at home, maybe running your business and kind of day to day, you might not get out and see people. So having some kind of virtual personal support community can be a great way to connect with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as a, as an actor, you probably, you know, you're kind of doing your craft on your own some of the time while you're rehearsing and what have you bef- in between yeah. different jobs. So it's like having a personal support community, something that you rely on. Um, yeah, certainly. Um, because while it's, it's for your own mental health, Michelle, it's important first and foremost to, to, to have a community that you can rely on, but, um, certainly acting. Yeah. I mean, I turn up every day for myself and do what I can, um, for myself every day, but, but to develop, I mean, you can't, that's just like acting in a vacuum. You know, you can't do, do, that all the time that's not the only thing that you know will help you develop um and help you develop your skills so i I certainly do need um need those other actors in my life to 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 yeah to to better myself and to work uh uh on my craft Mm, yeah and i think it's it's something that we maybe sometimes feel that we're a bit nervous to go and do to kind of go out there and put ourselves out there and maybe be a bit vulnerable and say hey you know I can't do this on my own. It would be great to have some input from you, but so important to kind of embrace that vulnerability. And it's one of those fears again, isn't it? Just, it's okay to put your hand up sometimes and say, I don't know. Yeah. It's, 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 I think it's, yeah, I think it's important to put your hand up and say, I don't know. Um, and, and again, it's, it's kind of, it ties into fostering that really open, mindset that that growth mindset that that you mentioned you know the the trying to see everything as an opportunity um and and try and sharing experience you know sharing experience and sharing knowledge with others you know and if if you can you can look at it as well as what can i give so you put your you put your hand up and it's like yeah okay i need help with this or um whatever that may be but you kind of you can look at it as well as a Okay, but what can I bring to this situation as well, or or what what do what nugget of information do I have that can help this person that I'm, you know, reaching out to? So it's 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 all about sharing the experience. Mm, totally, um, Lisa. So so many great nuggets of wisdom we've already had, and but I'm really would love to ask on behalf of the listeners who are listening today and maybe might be on the edge of embarking on something that that's new for them, that maybe is one of their big goals, something a bit different, maybe a bit scary, whether that's starting a new career or maybe trying out acting or speaking or whatever it might be. Do you have any tips, you know, what might be your, some of your tips for helping people to kind of embrace that? that sort of fear and embrace that newness and just go for it and just go for it um first is certainly every person that you meet and every single circumstance that you find yourself in it's an opportunity 
and and try and think about things like that because that 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 mindset just filters into every aspect of your life to be flexible to to not try to control everything um i mean the only the only constant in this world is change so things change people change everything changes um and it can be scary um but it's it's liberating as well so be open and be willing to try new things and to try something a different way if it doesn't work out take what you can from it and and just try something else be like the rock um and practice self-care um and i think being curious you know having that sort of that almost childlike curiosity um about life and about different things making time for different things um travel if you can't travel read listen to a podcast get a hobby um stay focused um it's great to to stay focused on it's so important but don't get, don't forget that you know there's a whole there's a massive massive world out there um and and there's there's so much life out there so don't sacrifice that life um and and any sort of experience outside of that dream because if you do that you're limiting yourself um and closing yourself off to potential opportunities and and personal development try learn something new every day invest in yourself on your mind keep learning and yeah the biggest investment i guess you, you can make is in yourself isn't it so true the biggest investment you can make is in yourself guys keep learning keep being curious read travel if you can listen to podcasts there is so much free information out there now on the internet you know youtube tutorials podcasts about personal growth and development anything really that you want to learn how to do it is out there for you if you can just explore a bit do your research learn from virtual mentors if you can't have you know you can't pay somebody there are so many people out there that you can follow and just kind of see what they're doing and take inspiration from that so um such great tips lisa and i've honestly so enjoyed chatting with you today you sharing your story and your journey is is amazing how you know what, what sort of in, moved you from where you were to where you are now and how yoga and, and mindfulness has become part of that is wonderful and i'm sure anyone that's listening to this today will really want to find out how they can see more of what you're up to so where's the best way for people to connect with you probably instagram um or twitter um lisa c tyrrell um so i'm on both social channels that's fantastic and can you share any exciting news about what might be coming up for you in the next sort of three to six months um the biggest thing is i'm moving to london (laughs) yes yes in the next uh three to six months um so i'm leaving dublin to move to 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 london it's sort of at the moment it's it's uh, it's working towards that so that's taking that's taking precedence for me at the moment so keep an eye on lisa's instagram feed guys because you'll be seeing pictures of london i'm guessing coming (laughs) up soon and the whole move process i love being nosy and seeing what people are up to on instagram it is my favorite platform as well (laughs) yes that's fantastic thank you so much lisa for joining us today it has been an absolute pleasure my pleasure michelle thank you so much um so great talking to you so 
Let me just say, I feel like I met a kindred spirit in Lisa. We are definitely on the same page about being aware of your thoughts and in particular recognizing that they are just thoughts and don't always serve us. I loved her tips at the end too. Every person you meet and every circumstance is an opportunity. Be adaptable, remove those toxic habits, be curious and keep learning. Such great advice. Do leave me a comment or drop me a note on Facebook or Instagram and let me know what your favourite part of this interview was and what resonated with you. I do read all your comments and reply personally, so get in touch. Okay, that's it from me today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know your time is valuable and I really appreciate you taking the time to join me today. Before I go, just a reminder that I would love you to join us in the Ideal Life Club Facebook community, a supportive space I've created on Facebook for ambitious women who want to grow themselves as well as their business. To find out more and join us, head over to michellereevescoaching.com forward slash Ideal Life Club. And if you like this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would comment, subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. It really does mean that more amazing women will be able to find the show. In the meantime, until next week, be positive, be powerful, be productive and keep fast tracking your ideal life. Bye for now.